When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. It is February. It's hard to believe that the month of January has gone by so quick, but uh, one month of great stuff going on, and I hope for you. Uh, Again, you know, Sustainable Success, we have our past episodes, which you can listen to on the Voice America Influencer Channel under Sustainable Success, or our Facebook page, which we highly encourage you to take advantage of to listen to past experts on information that they've shared where you can listen to these episodes over and over again. We uh, also want to let everybody know that is listening, that happens to be in the Los Angeles area the week of March 1st. On March 2nd and the 3rd, City Gallo will be hosting the City Summit. Uh, There we'll we'll have Jack Canfield, Ashton Kushner, uh, Ty Lopez, among many other great speakers where you could grab a lot of great information that could take your business to another level. And then on Sunday, we will have the City Gala. Again, this is a, a uh, ceremony that brings in business icons and celebrities to come together as a community to give back to others. So we highly encourage you, those that are going to be in L.A., if you are a go-getter, an expert in your area, Feel free to stop in, come to the City Summit and Gala, and if you need any information, uh, leave a note at the Sustainable Success Facebook page, and we'll make sure someone gets back to you as soon as possible. Today, we have a great show today. We're going to be talking with Joe Hausman on the topic of the process to becoming a master coach. And before I introduce her, I just want to give a, a brief background about her. She is a highly energetic, passionate, and spiritual leader who is very driven. Her first book, Go For It, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance, obtained international bestseller status after three weeks of being on Amazon. She's an international syndicated radio show host, entrepreneur, national speaker, and business coach. Using her voice is one of her greatest assets. She loves to speak and coach others to become the best they can be. And we're going to learn today from uh, Joe about her process because it kind of started in a way when her husband passed in 2010. And she knew she needed to start something new to regain her life back. And she is going to share her story with us today. In addition, she's appeared on numerous television, radio show, blogs, podcasts around the world. Her article has been published in Reader's Digest and is a contributing blogger to the HuffingtonPost.com. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce Joe Hosman to the show. Joe. How are you doing today? Thank you, Chris. Wow, that was really nice. Thank you. And that City Summit in L.A. sounds really intriguing as well. So I'm glad yeah. you promoted that. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of great people. I mean, guys like Jay Abraham. You know, this is the the uh, the guy that coached Tony Robbins. So uh, there's a there's a lot of great business minds that will be at this uh, function. Uh, they have a City Summit. Uh, that starts on Friday evening. It runs through all day Saturday, or actually it's Friday all day, excuse me, Friday all day, then Saturday. And then in the evening of Sunday, it'll be the uh, city gala itself. So it's like a black tie event. And it's just a great weekend to really rub elbows and get to know 
some great business minds, and then also a chance to uh, meet some celebrities and also give back to others. And that's really the premise of what City Gala is all about. So uh, Ryan Long runs that organization. And so again, anybody listening, we highly encourage you to take advantage of that. So today, Joe, I we want to talk about you know, the process of becoming a master coach, you know, with sustainable success, you know, the whole premise of what sustainable success is, is really embracing the process, that that is the key to having sustainable success, learning how to embrace the process to develop the right types of daily habits and disciplines that serve your purpose to take you where you want to go. And we have many people that come and listen to the show that want to learn about the process to sustainable success, whatever that means to them. They're business leaders, they're sales professionals, they're entrepreneurs. We want to discuss today a little bit about your, you know, about your experience and journey to becoming a master coach and discuss the process with us. So I guess we'll start with, you know, where did it all start for you? When was the the turning point for you where you decided that, you know, I, I have to be able to, I have something great to offer and I want to be able to convey this to the world. Absolutely. Well, back in 2005, I had started a virtual assistant business from home. And back then in 2005, not a lot of people knew what virtual assistants were. And to be honest with you, I saw dial-up. I saw, you know, not anything about AOL, but I saw AOL. And really, it started from that process because nobody thought I could make that work. Nobody thought, well, a lot of people didn't think I could make that work. And in reality, that business became my lifesaver because I was able to stay at home. I have one child. He was in middle school at the time. And then my wonderful husband came down with a deadly illness. So at the time I was raising my son, where we were raising our son, um, then I ended up having to take care of my husband. But in the process, I was growing my business so big that people were starting to ask me, how was I doing it? And I, you know, I was like, well, you got to put processes into place. You have to do this. You have to do that. So I found myself coaching people how to start virtual assistant businesses. And after a while, I'm like, no, wait a minute. I should be, you know, maybe I should get paid for doing this. And I've always had a business coach, you know, and she, she said the same thing. Why aren't you getting paid for that? And I know a lot of times I'm just going to speak for women because I'm, I'm a woman, but we like to give more than receive sometimes. And to me, it was just like it was my gift back to people because I was, you know, getting so much. But really, in reality, we got to think of it as a business. So after my husband passed away and my son went off to college and I found myself alone, I thought, oh, crap, now what am I going to do? You know, I didn't, I really had to pick up the pieces again. And even though I kept my virtual assistant business going, it, I, my heart and soul wasn't into it anymore like what it had been. So my business coach said, I think it's time you start coaching. Again, people started coming to me. Now they wanted to know how to get through the grief and the loss. How did you get through all that and move on with your life? And so I really decided that that was my gift, was to be able to give back to others and teach them now how to start businesses and then also how to get through grief. Because part of, even when you're in business, life happens. And business and life coaching go really hand in hand with each other. So that's really how it all started. Well, that's so powerful. And you are exactly right. You know, I call myself a life and business strategist. And I firmly believe what you had said that, you know, life and business, they do go together because they do affect each other. 
And we do have mm. setbacks in life. You know, we either have tragic losses of loved ones at unexpected times or, you know, businesses can come and go or whatever. You know, certain things can happen. Life happens. But you, you made an interesting point that when these things happen, again, it's part of a process. And, you know, there are people here listening that probably have maybe when they've had a setback, maybe it stopped them dead in their tracks and they didn't pursue what they had set out to do because something, Mm -hmm. you know, prevented them. And for you, can you talk about when you embrace this process, when you went through this setback and you're making this transition from, you know, this virtual systems business to coaching, Discuss the, the process with the setback of the loss of your husband, your son going to school. Now you're by yourself. What, what, was, what did you have to do in terms of getting your mindset right to really persevere, to really uh, take a different direction in, in your business and life? Sure. Well, and I get asked that question a lot. It, and trust me when I tell you, it's an everyday process. And what I tell people is you take a day at a time. And if that's too much, you take an hour at a time. If that's too much, you take a minute at a time. And then you celebrate those small victories. Because through life, and grief and loss isn't just the loss of a loved one. It can be loss of a job. It can be loss of a house. You know, you're moving somewhere else. It can be loss of friendships. It can be anything that involves loss. So really what you do is you just celebrate those small victories. And I remember one time I was really down, and my husband, my late husband, loved ice cream. Well, I'm not really a big ice cream fan, but particular day I was missing him, and so I went to um, and got some ice cream, just like an ice cream sundae thing. And I came back and I ate it, and for some reason I just felt better. I'm like, you know what? There you go. I ate some ice cream, and from there I remember just going, I can do this. And it's just those small little things that we really have to keep planning in our brain. And then I really listened to people who were positive and people who had went through it before that have um, gave me some encouragement and gave me the determination to keep moving on. And people would, like, out of the blue would call or they'd want to go for coffee. And really, I took those steps. And there was many times I didn't want to go. There was many times I would try to avoid things, but I'm normally an upbeat person anyway, so I decided to go, and it was just I needed it, and they needed it too, so it was a gift to me, and then really just one step in front of the other. After, I don't know, several months, I just decided that it was time to take my life back, and my husband, my late husband, had grown up in an alcoholic household, and he had learned how to turn... Um, every day into like a positive experience. And he would wake up every day and today's, today's a positive, awesome day. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> today, yeah, I don't know about that. And he goes, no, today you woke up, your heart is beating, it's a positive, awesome day. And, but that's also an every day. You have to teach yourself that every day to do that. And so I would start journaling. I start journaling the feelings. I'd start journaling the yeah. bad, the good, thing else. And that's really what took me to the next level is when I started journaling. That's really powerful. I'm a big advocate of myself of journaling. It's something I use in my process of, uh, you know, eradicating limited beliefs and overcoming mindset barriers. If you could chat a little bit about, again, the journaling, why, why that's important, why writing something down that, you know, that's going on or what you're going through or, 
you're you're committed to this process of making this transition. You know, talk about the, really the the importance of journaling and what that can do for someone that may be going through this right now. Absolutely. For journaling for me, and I had never really done that before until I was asked and told to do it. You know, and even if you just do five minutes a day, at least, what it's doing is taking it out of your head and out of your soul and onto that paper. So even at night, if you wake up in the middle of the night and things are going on and you can't sleep, get out something, take out your phone, whatever, but start writing things down. Don't post it out on social media, you know, but write it in a journal. You never have to go back and look at that again. But the best thing is it gets out of your head, out of your stomach, out of your soul, and right down on the paper, and it's a freeing experience. It, it, and what I do is I write from one side of the paper to the other side of the paper. Some days I can write for an hour. Other days I write for 10 minutes. It just depends on that day. What I still journal to this day and ironically, the journal notes that I had from back then are what put me into my first book. Now, wow. that was tough. It was tough to go back and look at them, but it's absolutely healing to me. Once I wrote it, it became healing to me and healing to my soul. And I really encourage all my clients, when I'm on air on the radio, I encourage people to journal all the time because it's a healing feeling. You're getting out those feelings. And because I will tell you, when I was going through all the tough time with my husband, I had a lot of physical problems like stomach issues and I lost a lot of weight. But once I started journaling and healing from that, all that just all settled down and really came back normal again. No, it makes sense. I mean, and the thing about what you pointed out, I think when people think of journaling, they're thinking, wow, you know, I got to write so much down, like they're writing a chapter to a book or, you know, like they're writing a blog. No, I mean, like you said, it could be whatever comes to mind. If it's a few sentences or if it's a few words or if it's a couple paragraphs or it could be a lot longer, it really comes down to what's there that you need to get out. And 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 we have a few minutes to the break Um Joe, would you feel that when somebody writes this down, and let's say they do go back and look at it, mm-hmm. I always have the assumption that you have the ability now to look at your own self from a third-party perspective. Like you're looking at yourself like you're somebody else. Because as you know, we can never really give ourselves good advice. We can give other people good advice, but never ourselves. But in this case, we can now see certain trends, and we have the ability now to look at ourselves and make those changes that are necessary to take us to where we want to go. And we have a, we have less than a couple of minutes. Can you, can you elaborate a little further on that for it for the listeners? Sure. So I actually will look back at my notes and I'm thinking, wow, you know what I do though? I look at how far I've come since those notes from, you know, 2010, 2011, 2012, and even from last year, because if you write down exactly how you're feeling, because every day is a new normal. Every day you're creating your new normal. So what's in your journal notes was your normal for that day. But now as time goes on, I look back and go, oh, yeah, that's where I was a year ago, five years ago, seven years ago. But now I've come so much further. And sometimes we can't see how far we've come until we go back and we look at those journal notes. And it's a, it, to me, it's a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise, and I will tell my clients to do the same thing. Go back and look at your journal notes, if you can, and just see how far you've come. And it's, it really is a blessing. 
No, it absolutely is. And it's something that I feel strongly about too. I know when, when I, when people I work with that, you know, go through the process to try to find the root cause to their limited beliefs, this, it plays an important role with meditation in determining what the subconscious mind is revealing. And a lot of times we can't do that consciously, but if we're, you know, kind of doing this at a time where we're kind of in the moment, it's sometimes we're, we're even shocked what we put down. We're like, wow, where did that come yep. from? And, exactly. and, 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 but yet when you can go back and look at it and see those trends, like you had talked about, you begin to see the areas where, 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 where things have been holding you back or not allowing you to play at a higher level or where you can make, you know, these the, the pivot or change to put you in a better situation. So this is uh, some great stuff. So again, you know, you, if you're listening here, you know, Joe had talked about journaling and we're going to expand upon this when we come back again. You're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We're with Joe Hausman, the process to becoming a master coach. We will be right back after the break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're here with Joe Hausman, uh, who is also a fellow Voice America uh, syndicated radio show host. She's sharing her experience as to the process to becoming a master coach. So if you're just joining us, we just were talking about the process to becoming a master coach and what Joe had to go through in terms of the transition from where she was in her current business at the time of her life and to where she is today. Uh, Joe, I wanted to use the second segment to talk about, you know, what are some of the, you know, the habits and disciplines that you utilize daily to, you know, to be a master coach and to, you know, offer your gift to people that you work with? Sure. Well, and really, and I get told this all the time, people say to me, you're, you're so positive all the time. Well, that's a choice. And, you know, what the choices that we have in life are where we're going to, where, where that's going to take us in life. And really, when I talk about coaching, coaching found me. I didn't find coaching. People came to me all the time, was asking advice and asking what to do, how to do it. And, so I started writing down processes. I started writing down processes like what I did, how I did it, what. Now, am I perfect? Absolutely not. But I went through the process already. And one of my gifts is being able, again, to give back to others. So when I was talking to my business coach myself, she said, and she certifies business, she certifies business coaches, and she said, you really need to become a business coach. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I really had to do some self-development about that and really pray about it and really think about it. But once I did, the whole world just opened up. And you know then when you wake up with passion and purpose in your heart and soul, you know you did, you know, you're on your right path in life. And once I decided to put that out to the universe, clients, and I call them friends now, but clients and friends just come to me. And it is such a blessing for me, but I really, we talk about the process because everybody's in a different stage of their life. You know, some are just starting out, some are retiring and taking on a different career, some want to leave corporate America for good, and, you know, I have physicians, I have attorneys, I have, you know, high-level people who want to leave their profession because they're sick of it, and they're sick of the hours, they want more time with their family and friends. And it's all about getting their mindset right. And getting how they can take what they already know and put it into a process to have a wonderful business that they can work out of their home or even if they have a brick-and-mortar store, but something that they have the time freedom to do. And that is a blessing. No, absolutely. When you come from your purpose, there's nothing like it because, again, it's that energy. You're vibrating at a higher energy and you have the ability, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, things can't happen that are not good, but, but for the most part, when you're, when you're vibrating at that energy from your purpose, you begin to attract the people that see that value, that want what you have to offer. And now, it, you know, it's not a job. It's, it's, you know, it's not like, oh, here's another Monday. You know, every day is, is a fun day because you're doing what you love. You'd be doing it if, even if you weren't getting paid, but but the fact that the value that you do offer, it is worth, you know, what you, you know, decide that what it's worth and people will pay for it. And, and that's so key. So, you know, what was the, you know, in terms of, you know, when we look at 
that's another good question when I look at coaches sometimes. And I feel they sometimes undervalue their worth or their area of expertise. And they feel that, you know, people, you know, if I just lower my price, people will come in. What is your view on that? And and because I think a lot of people that are coaches right now are looking to become coaches. That's something that I b- believe they always will. That will be a question that comes up. You know, I have to come in at a lower price in order to get business. I, I don't believe in that. So I wanted to get your thoughts and and uh, educate the listeners today. I don't believe in that either. And I, again, it goes back to my virtual system business. I when I knew my value of my virtual system business. I increased my prices tenfold, but you know what? People still came in. The right people came in is what happened. And when I was lower, I had like everybody, I ended up having to fire quite a few clients because they weren't my niche clients. So what I try to teach people is find your niche market. Your niche will make you rich. So if you niche down your market of the clientele you want to work with, you can charge. Because you know what? They're going to come to you because you're able to give your expertise. Now, if you're trying to help everybody do everything, that's not going to work. That's going to help put you in a whole different limelight, and you're not going to be able to charge the money you want to. But if you niche down your market and you really talk about who you want to work with, that's where you're going to be able to charge. Now, I will tell you, I was one of the people that didn't charge enough at the very beginning. And ironically, I didn't get anybody hardly. But once I niched down my market, I decided who and what I wanted to work with. I increased my prices and my business has grown exponentially. That and is it's so really true. In where you want to go. No, that is so true. And that's a great point that you made. And I think a lot of times people just don't see that. They feel like, oh, there's a lot of competition, there's a lot of life coaches, there's a lot of business coaches, and while maybe I do something slightly different, but if I'm going to have the edge, i got to come in at a lower price. And that's so not true. Again, it's it's that confidence of knowing you have something of value to offer, and then the right people are going to show, as long as you're using those systems to reach those people. So expand a little bit about that, like for someone that may be right now going through this right now their their business is struggling or they're just starting out they don't they have a few clients and they're kind of like they they're they're looking well maybe I need to develop a niche what how do I go about doing that what i really talk to people about is okay what are you good at so if you're coaching somebody who are you good at who so when people come to you and ask you questions that means they know you're good at that answer you know they want the answer that they know you're good at so they, that's where I really start people out. So if you've owned a business and you want to get into business coaching, then that's where you should get into because you've had that expertise. You know what to do with that. And that's where I really teach people how to really get into your niche. If you, like with me, if you've experienced losses in your life or you've, maybe you've went through a divorce and you know how to go from divorce to something great, well... I'm coaching a gal who is doing that exact same thing, and now she's becoming a divorce coach. That's her niche. That's the people she wants to work with. She wants to work with women ages 35 to 55 who are going through or have went through a divorce, and the more you can niche down who you want to work with and what, you know, what topic you want to work with, the better off. 
I work with people who my, my thing has gone from grief to great. And then also I work with people starting small businesses and growing those small businesses. And that's really where my niche is. So if you can really niche that down. So when I talk to people, I'm like, what are you good at? What have you experienced in your life that you want to go out and help people with? And that's really where that comes into play because if it's something you're already experienced in and you have passion with that, it's going to come a lot easier to be able to talk to people about it and really hone in on what people need and how they're going to grow their business. That's really, really key. And thank you, Joe, for that. And I, and I agree. And I think when you talked about journaling, you know, early on in the first segment, you know, writing things down, what, you know, as a part of the process to when you were making this transition, I think, you know, also this would be important for people that are going through this particular stage of the process where they're looking to develop their niche, you know, is to write this stuff down and really start to put down what you had talked about. What are you good at? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And I see so many times, and especially with entrepreneurs, they put too much emphasis on the things that they're not good at. Or they yeah. go out and they yeah. try to improve on those areas, which, yeah. okay, if you have some time, that's okay. But instead mm-hmm. of really enhancing what they already have, there's, there's the skills that they've been you know, blessed with, those strengths, you know, leverage that to somebody else. They freeze up your time that you could con- continue to add more value and, and really hone in on the areas that you can really serve and really you know, fill that niche. And uh, exactly. that's so important. What's your take? Go ahead. Expand I, on that. I'm, well, I'm so glad you said that because that is exactly true. And that's sometimes where it can get frustrating because people, and naturally as humans, that's what we do. We focus in on our negative instead of our positive. So what I, what I try to teach people is like, don't focus in on the negative. Going back to my first business and my coaching business right now, if somebody came to me, like my virtual assistant business, I don't know how to do graphic design. I don't know how to do website design. I don't know how to do any of that. Now, I did try it, and it never worked. But what I ended up doing is I started joint venturing with other people who knew how to do that. So I leveraged with them, and in the end, I got a small paycheck back from them because we worked as a team. And if you can really leverage that in your business, take what you're not good at and let other people who are good at it work, you know, and form a team or form some kind of coalition with them, then, or refer people, you know, even if you don't have a referral fee thing with them, you know, refer people and help other people's businesses grow because that in turn is going to come back and help your business grow. So if you know you're not good at something, if you know you're not, if you've never experienced a loss, like a loss of a loved one, and somebody comes to you and wants to have you, you know, coach them on that, politely tell them that's not my area of expertise, but I can refer you to somebody else. They're going to respect you for that. And they're going to respect the fact that you referred somebody who does have knowledge about that. And in turn, what's going to happen is you're going to get a lot more referrals. Because no, that's so true. Cause you, you think about what you just said, you know, sometimes as entrepreneurs or even the coaches here, they feel that if I, you know, if I handle everything, you know, I'll save money that way. But in really, you're really, if you look at the bigger picture, you're actually going to be leaving money at the table or losing money because you're preoccupying your time in things that you're not good at. You're not delivering the value that you're capable of to the right people. 
So in essence, you're not making money. So in this case, by paying somebody that can, can really do a good job in the areas that you're not, that allows you to focus on the things that you're good at, raising that level of value to the niche that you serve, there's more money coming in, even to cover those expenses that you have to pay. And, and, and I think sometimes people have to get beyond that and see the bigger picture, like you said, is so, so important. So with that being said, you know, talk a little bit about the, 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 the systems here. You know, we talked, you talked a little bit about, we're touching on collaboration systems. Discuss why, again, you know, why that is so important in, in building a, uh, a master coaching business. Well, systems, I think for any entrepreneur, you have to have a system for any type of business you have, but especially for a coaching business, every person that's going to come to you is so different. Now, I don't know about you, but 99% of mine are virtual. And I have some local, but I mean, really 99% are virtual. So when I do that, and then most of my clients, my, my friends, they want visual. They want to see you. They want to see, you know, so we do a lot of um, Facebook Messenger, do Skype, whatever, and I respect that from them because they want to see me face-to-face. Now, I've worked virtually for so many years that it doesn't bother me one bit if I see people or not, but for some people, that's that trust, trust factor, too. They have to see you. So when I, when I start off my, my coaching with somebody, I said, the number one thing is I want you to feel comfortable. I want my client to feel comfortable enough. They've already felt comfortable enough to hire me, but now it's all about them. So I really put a system into place. I have questionnaire that I send them. I want to know, even though we've already had, because I, I offer a free um, get-to-know-each-other session, yeah. and then I really want to know about them. So I'll send them a list of questions. And I said, really wholeheartedly think about these questions because that's where we're going to hone in on. And then once we, we, our first thing, we go and we go right into those questions and we start right away into the very first session because I want to give them the most um, bang for their buck, so to speak, and I want them to get moving, you know, as soon as they can. Some people are faster than others. Some people need a little bit more nudging, and that's okay. We just have to know where they are in their life, where they are in finances, where they are spiritually, you know, emotionally, everything. And it's all about putting those all back together and really getting them back to the person they're destined to be. Yeah, that's so important. Again, and, and, and for them to understand that, you know, this is a process, you know, that, you know, while the outcome is what they desire, they have to embrace the process because certain things take time and there can be setbacks. There could be th- obstacles that come along the way. But getting into the right mindset with the right attitude and and knowing your value, that you have that ability to get to where you want to be. And you know, especially the people that you're mm-hmm. coaching, they, or if these are people that are aspiring to be coaches in their own uh, area of expertise, this is where this becomes so important. So if you can, uh, we have about a minute to break, uh, Joe. Can you summarize again, you know, a little bit about, you know, you know, you know, again, developing the niche using systems and processes, collaboration to really take your business to another level, just to kind of summarize it for the uh, listeners today. Sure. So I really talk about your niche will make you rich. So really niche down the type of people you want to work with. Is it men? Is it women? Is it both? 
What's the age range? What's the income range? What issue are you working with them on? It really, when I talk about that, I really am serious. It's like the more niche you can get it, the better off it'll be. And then put systems into place for how you're going to help them. Because when people come to a coach, they want answers right away. And it really doesn't happen that way. It took them however long to get to where they're at now. It's going to take them a while to overcome it. But it does work. And a business coach, life coach is absolutely, I recommend it to every entrepreneur there is. And then really put the systems into place that will help you. And then strategize with your client. Strategize with that person how they're going to make it to that next level. You know, give them tips and ideas of how to do it. And it really does work great. Well, that's great. So again, you know, take those points to heart. Uh, We have to go to break. You're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We're with Joe Hosman. We'll be right back after the break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, 
back to sustainable success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, uh, we're with Joe Hosman. We're talking about the process to becoming a master coach. So again, if you're just joining us, we discussed earlier in the show the process to becoming a master coach, and then also a little bit about using systems and finding your niche and really honing in on your strengths to become the master coach in your area of expertise. So Joe, you know, when we look at a master coach, or, you know, it could be anybody that's desiring to become who they really are serving their purpose. Sometimes we can come out of balance and we can get caught up in what we're doing, but yet really begin to miss out on the other areas of our life, our personal life, our wellness, our relationships with others uh, that are unrelated to business. So talk a little bit about your, from your personal experience, how you live with empowerment and perseverance to keep that balance in your life as a master coach. Sure. I, I've always been a firm believer in working out and exercising. And I know this might sound kind of crazy to some people, but I actually do kickboxing. I've been kickboxing for about 10 years now. Oh, great. And it is a, first of all, it's a great stress reliever for me, and it keeps me in shape. But when the trials and tribulations were going on with my late husband, it was really a good way to get the aggression out. And even now... Even, of course, you know, I mean, life is still wonderful, but it's still just a good way to keep your body in shape and also keep your mind healthy because the exercise, and what I really strive with people, at least get 30 minutes of exercise. You know, if you can walk for 30 minutes, you certainly, I know most people go, kickboxing, oh my gosh. (laughs) And I'm like, you don't have to do kickboxing. That's what I choose. But I walk, I run, um, I like to swim. So I like to do a bunch of different things, but I also like to get massages or once in a while, maybe I'll treat myself to get my nails done. Something to pamper me because, and some people go, well, you know, they can't afford that. And I'm like, well, that's, that's, that's your choice, but do something that makes you feel good. Maybe it's getting up for an hour early in the morning and reading and having a cup of coffee. That's perfect. You know, taking the dogs for a walk or you know, going to the art museum, whatever it is that makes you feel good as, and makes you feel alive, that's what I really recommend to people. And then that's how I do it. I really hone in on the exercise part of it. I really spend time with my friends and family. My mom is still living. I still do a lot of things with my mom, and that's the joy of being able to work from home. I'm able to take her to her appointments and work around that schedule. That brings me joy. Um, so whatever it is that your family needs, you know, you can always work that into your schedule and whatever you feel is right for you. So, like I said, not, not everybody's in the kickboxing, but I am. And then massages and walking, anything like that, just to really keep me in balance. I always make sure um, my son doesn't live too far from me. He just recently got engaged. So I always make sure I spend oh, time with him every week. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. So, but I get to, you know, I spend, I make sure I spend time with him every week. And it's just a matter of choice, really. We all have choices in life, and it's the choices that we make. And nobody else can make those choices for you except for you. No, that's so true. And you really talked about, again, you know, certain things that keep it in balance, you know, because again, you know, we can get caught up in a lot of things that we're doing to be successful as entrepreneurs, coaches. Uh, or whatever we desire that we uh, strive to go after. 
But having that balance is so important. You talked about that with, you know, the kickboxing. And, you know, when you look at something like kickboxing, again, it doesn't have to be kickboxing for someone else. It can be something entirely different. But when you think about kickboxing, you know, not only is that really fulfilling, keeping balance with your physical wellness, but it's also keeping balance in tandem with your emotional wellness as well, because they go Mm. hand in hand. Because if you're emotionally unbalanced, it's going to affect you negatively on the physical side and vice versa. So it's so important that when you look at something like kickboxing, it could be addressing two areas of wellness at once to help keep uh-huh. you in balance. And that gives you the energy, the the positive mindset to persevere in everything that you're doing as a coach when you're adding value to other people. And that's so important. And it, it sounds like from what I gather with the kickboxing for you, you're doing this at a certain period of time. So that becomes now part of a daily habit or discipline that serves you in so many different areas. And I think that's really something important that, that you pointed out, Joe, you know, that again, it can be something completely different. Somebody can just be taking a brisk walk along the beach every morning, you know, depending upon where you live. I know I can't do that around here where I mm-hmm. live in uh, the greater New York area, especially now, but, uh, but you know, if you live in a warmer climate, you know, these are certain things that you can do daily to really uh, get that balance back. So yeah, and I will tell about- you when I first started, when I first started kickboxing, I was actually intimidated because our instructor was kind of a big guy and he, he looked kind of like a rough guy. Yeah. And but I but I walked in anyway and I said, you know what? If this is going to work, I just have to walk in and face it, face it. And he was the biggest teddy bear. And the thing is, him and his girlfriend that were running it, I wasn't kicking right. And they were so concerned. Now, this has been, again, like 10 years ago. But they were so concerned I wasn't kicking right. They asked if I would stay after class, and they taught me how to kick right because they didn't want me to blow my knee out. And I still use those techniques today. I was scared to death to walk through those doors, but I did it because I knew I needed something to help me. And I I already had gloves, and I knew I wanted to go kickbox. So even though something scares you, the best thing you can do is walk through that door and face that fear and really work. And ever since then, I had referred so many people to them, and they all had that same fear when walking through the door, and all of them are so thankful that they did. Yeah, it's an important thing that you talked about, again, coming out of your comfort zone. That's the only way we grow, right? And, yep. you know, again, you know, it's, it's doing something that is just going to take you out of your comfort zone that's going to serve you in so many different areas. So, you know, again, this kickboxing is an aerobic workout. It's a resistant workout. It also addresses the emotional side of wellness. So there's so many benefits, and these all indirectly or directly have an impact on the value and you know you bring to others through your energy. So mm-hmm. that's something important that you pointed out to the listeners today that that they just have to find what works for them, but to come out of their comfort zone often to incorporate certain types of uh, routines that can become daily habits or disciplines that will serve them going forward. Can you Absolutely. talk about, Joe, about, you know, we talk, you talk about how do you live with empowerment and perseverance. Can you discuss with the listeners today, you know, what your view is of empowerment and perseverance and why that's important to live that each and every day, not only with your business, but your personal life? Yeah, I Certainly can, because that is something I am known for, really, is the empowerment and perseverance. But as we all know, as we go through life and we keep going through life, there's always going to be stuff that happens, no matter good, bad, or otherwise. 
And it's really how, again, how you choose to live your life through that. I remember the summer when, you know, Cody, my son had graduated high school and then Jim had passed away and then he went off to college and there was a whole bunch of other stuff that happened in between there. And I just kept saying, bring it on, bring it on. I can handle it. Bring it on because I figured what the heck, you know, and it was really about waking up every day and going, all right, today's a new day. Today's a new day. Today's my new normal. And there were many times I had to just like bring myself to the forefront and say, get up, go after it today. And as much as some days it hurts to do that, you really have to do it. And then, again, I'm going to go back to celebrate those victories of, you know, of accomplishing even little small tasks. Those smaller tasks will turn into bigger tasks. And that's where my empowerment and perseverance comes from. I've always known from when I was younger that I wanted more out of life. And I always went for um, achieving my dreams. So I've always been one to do that, and now I really try to teach others how to do that as well. Because why waste your life not doing something you love doing? And I just can't fathom that, even though I know there's millions of people that do. So really, even though we all go through stuff, because we all do, you still can have a wonderful, awesome life, and you can go after what you want in life, and it can be a great life. That's true. And you touched upon that throughout the show when you talked about choice. You know, you could choose how you're going to you know, live your life, how you're going to feel and, you know, your thoughts. And again, you know, that you can't allow setbacks. Setbacks are going to happen. Life happens. And it's how it's our attitude and how we we work through it that really separates us from having uh, something positive that can come from it or or continue to dwell in the negative and again, but it, it always comes down to that choice. And and obviously with empowerment and perseverance that you talked about, that's just those are just two important attributes just to to live your life by. Because you know, mm-hmm. when you look at the the setbacks in life and the good things in life, you gotta have that empowerment and perseverance and be able to just keep moving forward, serving your purpose. And you're right, you 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 live once and you gotta live this life now. And I think, you know, what would you say for the the listeners? that are struggling with that right now. I, I want this, but I, you know, they have these excuses. They don't look at them as excuses, but they are. That I can't because I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I'm, I wasn't fortunate enough to be blessed to be born with those skills. What would you say to those people that are aspiring to be better in what they do in their business or become a, a master coach themselves? What would you say to those people that are going through that right now? I would say um, take the small steps. Everybody wants to fix it now, you know, with our our world and our technology the way it is now. Everybody wants something right now, right now. And really, in reality, we need to take the small steps. So say if somebody says to me, I can't afford it, and I just say, I don't understand that. How do you, how can, you know, explain to me why you can't afford it. Well, okay, you can always start on a shoestring budget. You don't have to have the best of best. But if you say Somebody wants to save up $500 before they start something. That's just an example. I say, okay, let's work out a plan that you save up $500. Maybe that's $25 a month you save up. You're going to be saving for a couple of years, but at least you've now saved that money and you've accomplished something. And that's a sense of accomplishment. And when people can really set out goals and intentions for themselves, they can make it work. Again, choices. We all have choices. 
and it's the mindset. Then I also teach people, let's change that mindset around. Instead of saying, I can't afford it, let's say, how can I afford it? And that will automatically turn your brain around to think, how can I afford that? Then your brain's going to start thinking, okay, how how can this work? We're going to make this work. And it's all turning that negative into a positive. And when they start doing that, their eyes light up. They start thinking about different ways that they can do it. Or they'll say, I don't know anybody. All right, well, let's turn that around. How many people do I know? And then really they start, their brain will already automatically start thinking about who do I know that can maybe benefit from this. And then I have them write it down, you know, write everything down. And then you can go back and look to see, and then it just all starts kind of coming out. And when people can learn to change their brain around into a positive instead of all the negative thinking, it really actually, they come out of their shell, to be honest with you. I've seen so many people come out of their shell that they become um, just, you can just see the light in their eyes and that they're on fire and they're ready to go. That's so powerful and it's so true. You know, that, that again, that, you know, we're, we're all, everyone thinks that somebody maybe has some, a better situation or they were blessed into a, a better life than that. And that's not the case. It all comes down to choices and we can always change what, the way we think. And you just mentioned that with words and how you can change just with the words that you've used, which then changes the thoughts. And, 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 and it's just miraculous what that can do to shift energy to start working in your favor to attract the situations that you truly desire from your purpose. So important. So, Joe, I wanted to thank you for everything you've shared today. I wanted to let the listeners know, you know, where they can find you, what, what you're currently working on, and anything that you, ought, you have to offer of value, you're more than welcome to uh, provide the listeners today. Well, thank you, Chris. They can always find me at www.johosman.com. Now, Joe, I'm the female Joe, so that's J-O, and my last name is Hausman, H-A-U-S as in Sam, M-A-N. So that's johosman.com. And there I offer a free uh, go-for-it discovery strategy session. And then also there is a free ebook called The Secrets to Realizing Your Dreams, and it's right on the homepage of my website, you just have to put in your name and email, and that ebook is all yours. And of course, just like you, you know, always looking for awesome clients to work with. I call them friends. So, looking for life and business coach clients. And then, um, radio show, Chris, you're going to be on my radio show. Yes, absolutely. Yay! Yeah, well, listeners, just know that she's also on Voice America. So, go for it. That's the name of her show. Check it out right, on the business channel. On the business channel, I'm excited. I love my radio show. I've been doing it for about 18 months now, and I absolutely love it, and I cannot wait to interview you on my show. So, yeah, always looking for um, radio show guests and then also coaching clients. So I appreciate you, Chris, and I appreciate you letting me be on your show today. Absolutely, and I want to thank you, Joe, for sharing uh, your personal experience and wisdom and insight as to the process to becoming a master coach. Again, if you uh, had just joined us, um, you know, wherever you were with this show, you could always go on demand to the Voice American Influencer channel to listen in its entirety. Uh, Also available on iTunes and the Sustainable Success 2017 Facebook page. We encourage you to check that out. 
There's a lot of great information and additional content relevant to these episodes. We want to thank you listeners for joining us today. And again, Joe, thank you for joining us. And we wish you a wonderful rest of your Wednesday and we'll see you next Wednesday. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.